Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I'm your host, Erica Rothenberger, and I'm so excited for you to join me and my amazing guests every week as you learn how to get gritty, how to give yourself the grace that you deserve, and to celebrate all the glitz that comes to you along the way. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Let's do this. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz, where we get gritty. We give ourselves the grace that we know we need and deserve, yet we celebrate the glitz and the good stuff that's going on in our life each and every day. And let me tell you, you are in for such a treat this afternoon with one of my newfound loving, amazing, extraordinary ladies, Laura Heflin. She is absolutely amazing. An author of three books. Laura, I am so excited to have you on Grit, Grace, and Glitz. Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here on this lovely Friday afternoon with you. Thank you. Incredible. And I've been looking forward to this talk for weeks. Me too. Me too. Ever since we connected, I'm like, I need to know this girl better. And yes. my audience needs to know her better because Aww. she's a woman to watch and a woman on the move and someone who Thank really you. stands behind what you say you do through your actions. And I just absolutely love that about you, Laura. Oh, gosh. Thank so, Laura, you. I'm going to start out then. What is one word that you use to describe yourself? Um. Can I pick two? Because yes, I Yes, of course. Okay. okay. Break the rules. So I, I'm going to say courageous and compassionate. And the reason I say that is I'm courageous because God has really brought me through a lot, but I would be lying if I said that my life has been easy. I've had a lot of values in my life, you know, struggled with an eating disorder, struggled with infertility, struggled with um, depression and anxiety. Um, a lot of things behind the scenes in my life were not pretty for a very long time. And sometimes they're still yucky, you know, but a God has really helped me turn my mess into my ministry, but that required a lot of courage. Um, for so long, I was not willing to put myself completely out there because I was afraid of failure or afraid of judgment, afraid of failure, what others would think. And then one day when I did, and I started sharing my story, like so many doors opened for me and I was able to help people that I never would have ever met if I hadn't. Um, and then also I think because I've walked through what I've walked through in my life, I am a compassionate person. I really feel what others are feeling and I want so badly to help people, you know, find healing and live their best life. And that's really where, you know, my books come from my podcasts, my books are all different topics. Each you know, book is a different topic and each book is a different mess of my life that I turned into a ministry. Oh, so yeah. Love it. And guys, <laughs> I have copies of her books and I know you can't see them right now, but they are absolutely exquisitely beautiful from the outside. And I cannot Thanks. wait to read them page to page. And I've been salivating. She has one that's called live healthy with Laura. And some <laughs> of the recipes in this book are just absolutely magnificent. I don't know who did this photography, but yeah, like my I sister-in-law, said, she's my photographer and my best friend. I'm very spoiled. Oh, <laughs> and my sister well, I want to, I want to yeah. meet her and <laughs> I want, 
want to um, have her or someone else come over and make me all of these because I cannot say that I'm the best cook. <laughs> well, I, I make them very foolproof. I, I shouldn't easy. say I'm not the best cook. I just don't necessarily, it's not a passion of mine. To I got you. And you don't have to be passionate about what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm also about convenience too. So I make things in batches and then I freeze them. I don't like to, I don't bake and cook all the time. I think that's a misconception about nutritionists. Like you're in the kitchen 24 seven. I actually bake and cook in batches. And then I sit out for a couple of days. So it's been nice. Yes, And I will say like, you have like, like you have a blog and you have dairy free recipes and gluten free yeah. recipes. Guys, she really has taken, like she said, some heartache, some pain, some, you know, her and I both share having an eating disorder. And we've yeah. talked a lot about that, about like where it's taken us, like with myself, with nutrition mm. and working out and positive things that have come out of it. Um, because everyone suffers with trauma, everyone suffers yes. with heartache and things. And there's not one trauma to me that's worse or better. They're just mm. different. Right. Mm. And we have to accept that. But when you're able to then get pa way past that point, and then turn it into education and motivation, mm -hmm. which is exactly what you've done yes. to show like as a nutritionist and to show people how to live a healthy lifestyle, it really, really says so much about you. Well, thank you. And it's helped me heal, you know, re retelling my story, you know, has helped me heal in a way. So, um, I, yeah, I never really get tired of talking about my valleys because I see what God's brought me through and I've seen healing in others, like, just like you, you know, being willing to get, put yourself out there. It's amazing what that can change somebody else's life. So it's really yes, powerful. Yes. And to be able to share that. And I think sometimes people will be like, wow, I really admire that in you. And you're like, I didn't even know that. And then all of a sudden like you <laughs> recognize you're like, Okay, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm yes. speaking my truth. I'm speaking my heart. And there's a lot of people out there that can't do that. And it doesn't make them better or worse. It just 100%. when they're ready, if they're ready, like, but mm. in the meantime, you and I have a voice that we want to be heard and we want to yeah. use it to serve others. And I'm so much happier in my 30s than I was in my 20s when I was living small and I was living behind a mask and I was afraid to share, you know, my full story. And now I'm just so I'm just myself a hundred percent. I'm totally authentic and I feel more free than I ever have. And, and I'm very happy. Yeah. You can see that. You can see that. So what is something that people maybe misunderstand about you? Uh, well, I never write my books because I think I have it all together. I'll tell you that. Like I, you know, my first book is about uh, you're working on a fourth one. I think <laughs> I have, I have it in my brain and it's in your head. paper. Okay. My fourth baby right now we'll say is the podcast uh, live healthy with Laura podcast on Spotify. So check um, out guys, like honestly, you. like amazing content. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, what do people not know about me? So I never write these books because I think I have it all figured out. I think that we're all on a journey and I don't think that I've ever arrived, but I do think that God's taught me a lot and I have found freedom in many, many ways in my life. So, um, like with my health and wellness, you know, I did struggle with anorexia. I still have things that I work on. I mean, it's never a journey that's over. I'm still working um, with my second book is mama, you still matter. And that's about learning to put my oxygen mask back on and remember that I still matter as a person, despite being a mother, mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm still my own person. Um, and I letting go of guilt. So I'm working on that. And then my third book is about um, mental health. A lot of it is about mental health and about the perspective. You know, when you go through depression for 10 years and you finally regain your mental health, you see all you missed. So now I'm working really hard on focusing on like letting go of the things that don't matter and focusing on what does matter and things that I used to not be able to even participate in because I was in a, such a bad mental state. So 
I'm a ha- much happier mom and wife and all of the things, but I'm on a journey. I don't have it all figured out. So I make a point to show my mess on Instagram and, and share the good days and the bad days. And I love that about you. Cause when you first look at your Instagram and I first saw it, I'm like, Oh my goodness, <laughs> this woman has it all together. But then you Aww. hear stories and you read your posts and you dig in and you read your books and you meet someone like you, you're like, wow, this is really a remarkable person that's overcome a lot. And Thank you. you know what? You'll probably overcome a lot more, right? Like yeah. let's not, let's not like, under like estimate that and you know in yeah. good or bad ways and that's good things and bad things so when you're feeling that way because let's face it we you and I you know regardless of how far we may have come with whether it's you know you know eating disorders or whether mm. it's, you know some other trauma or something that was going on in our life right how do you practice that self-care and self-love like what are some things that you do that help you get through yeah. hard times. Um, I have three things I've really learned to do because if I don't do them and if I let go of one of these, then something I can, I definitely crash and burn. We all burn out at times, but I burn out a lot less again, now that I'm in my thirties, I'm 33 than I did in my twenties when I was starting to have my kids. And I have two kids, I have a girl and a boy. Um, so as a mom, a working mom, I'm a, you know, nutritionist part-time and I'm work for fit 20. I'm very busy. Um, but what I first and foremost, I have to do, I plan ahead. I plan the heck out of my week. Like I look at my week on a Sunday as an entire week. And I, then I break it down night by night. So every night I check in for the next day and I make sure a thousand and one percent that I have room to put my oxygen mask back on within my day, within my week. And if I, um, if I'm working really hard on a project, for instance, like I make sure that I'm putting in buffer time in there, um, you know, whether that's a book or a podcast, or if something's going on with my kids or whatever, I make sure that it's not all blended in together. So I am really strategic about like, I know when I'm podcasting, I know when I'm blog planning. I mean, I know I did a post about this yesterday on my Instagram. I, my daughter was in speech therapy. I'm literally sitting in somebody's driveway as she's in their house doing speech therapy. And that is my once a week hour block to work on my blog, my planning for my blog. Like I am so strategic about my time and I don't waste time, but I do plan ahead. So then I can also plan for rest. So if I don't plan, then it's all overwhelming and I'm drowning. So I know what my week looks like and I know what my day looks like. Yeah. And I want, I I'm so excited to say something to that because as soon as you said that, it makes me think there's a book out there called extreme ownership by Jocko. Okay. And he talks about that, um, discipline equals freedom. Mm. And it reminds me of you exactly because you're disciplined then you can have the freedom to go do the fun thing. Then you can have the freedom to go on the vacation or to spend more quality time with your kids. Yeah. I when actually you're not per- disciplined. Yeah. You don't have that or your no. angst or you're feeling emotional or you mm. take it out on your kids. Exactly. Um, and so I prefer to actually work really hard and then like rest really hard. If that makes sense. Like yeah. I clock out hard at eight o'clock at night and I, don't even look back. I don't care if I have stuff to do. Like I'm, I'm really nice to my, I'm kind to myself kinder than I ever used to be. But, um, yeah, so I definitely plan. But then the second thing I do is I pace myself. I used to think like life had to be a sprint and the more you were doing, the more successful you were. And now I kind of look at life as like, I'm okay with jogging through it or speed walking through it, but I'm not okay with sprinting through it because I know a burnout then is inevitable. So if I can, I can always tell before I burn out that I'm doing way too much. And that's the typical 
sign for me is that I stop enjoying things that I typically would enjoy. Like I won't enjoy time at the pumpkin patch with my kids and cause my brain's somewhere else. That's when I say, okay, there's a red flag there, Laura, you're doing too much pace yourself, you know, take something that's optional off your plate and stop sprinting. Yep. I love that. And making sure you're defending that time and making that time for you. So, Laura, you know, so, so many of us, like, you know, let's face it, you know, just with your background in nutrition and um, everything, you know, what is one, what is one or two of like your best tips for people that like just everyday things, you know, I always say, you know, drink half Mm -hmm. your body weight in water to go drink my water. But like, do you have anything that like, you know, someone oh, gosh. really wants to next level their health. And I know you probably could give me 20. Oh, no, actually. Someone wanted to leave this podcast and do something that they're yes. like, okay, she's not making me jump on seven feet and go run a marathon. Yeah. So I actually love this question because it's kind of a basis. Um, it's kind of what my entire podcast is based on. It's about simplifying health. And if you listen to my intro, it's the fact that I state that healthy does not have to be so hard. And so I've been a nutritionist for 11 years and I've really worked hard on cutting through the the crap, to be honest with you, because I was so exhausted by it all when I was, you know, not at the place I am now when I was before nutrition, I tried every diet trend. I tried everything you can imagine if you can like label, if it's, if it's out there, I I've tried it. I can tell you that. And it <laughs> wasn't awards fun. Awards and posters. Oh and gosh. Yeah. I'm I, sure, I you the, know, if you go deep enough into certain cupboards, yeah. cup, like pantries of mine, you probably could find stuff. That right. Like, oh. Exactly. I've counted the points. I've counted the macros. I've taken away things that I shouldn't have. I've done all, all the extremes. So, okay. The first thing is you want to eat as close to nature, meaning ask yourself simply how far did my food come to get to my plate? Look at how our ancestors used to eat. They did not over, you know, comp- like everything was not overcomplicated. It was simple. They ate off the farm. They ate real food, one ingredient foods that did not have a label that their body could recognize. It wasn't this like, it's not a whole, it's not labeled. It wasn't confusing. And so they were able to use it. I always say you real whole foods, you can use it and you can lose it. We don't need to count every single point macro. This is my belief. I really believe, you know, we can't, we don't have to do that because as soon as we start doing something extreme, just, we need to know we are headed towards a burnout because we can't sustain it. So, so number one is eat close to nature. Like our ancestors close to nature, meaning, you know, one ingredient foods without a label as often as you can. And I practice an 80, 20 principle. So 80% healthy, 20% indulgent, never aim for perfection because then you will burn out as well. And I don't want ever to see somebody work hard towards something and then later see it backfire on them. So I kind of get weird about like new year resolutions because I say that's good to have a goal, but if it's not sustainable, then don't start it because you're going to burn out by March. Or be so Um, disappointed in yourself, which just never feels good. Right. And then the second thing is break up with trends and stop doing what everybody else is doing and tune into your body. Because I talk about this a lot in my podcast. I'm a blood type A. I, I love you. I think you're amazing. By the way, I watch your stories about you running and jogging. So I'm actually envious of that because I'm a blood type A and I also have hypoglycemia. I have some natural, like I have some weird things that my body like does not like to run, but I like, like the idea of running, if that makes sense. So all I'm going to say though, is my body does not feel good afterwards where I can tell like you're glowing after your run or your walk. So, but everybody's different. And I think like, 
just because your best friend, your sister, or your spouse is doing something does not mean you have to do that or eat that or be the same way. So tune into your body to get the best results. Your body is always speaking to you. You just have to be willing to listen and shut out all the trends. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Like, honestly, just such good advice, guys. And like, that's nothing. You don't have to go and buy this beef or this vegetable. That's not what she's telling you to do. She's saying, hey, listen to your gut. Listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's telling you to eat Twinkies all day, (laughs) we might have to reassess a little bit. Well, yeah. All in all, like that you really need to listen to be in tune with yourself, right? Like, Can I give a third tip? Because you said something about the eating Twinkies all day. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. And what I mean by that is as soon as you let yourself get overly hungry, this is why I talk about the grazing lifestyle, eating smaller meals throughout the day, smaller, more often, because if you over, you get overly hungry, you're going to overdo it. And that's where cravings come from. Low blood sugar, the 3 PM slump, all of the things we don't want. So always be prepared. This is where the planning comes in. Know what you're going to eat. I know what I'm eating the day before. I know what I'm eating the week before. And that might sound crazy, but I keep it on my fridge. And it's super simple to write down. I have my clients do this and it takes all the brain work out of it. And it's just, yeah, it makes it so much more simple. I love it. I love it. Well, guys, I mean, we could go on and on. I mean, she has three absolutely remarkable (laughs) books. She has a podcast. She has such a beautiful presence on Instagram, both inside out, real raw, ugly, (laughs) pretty, like, you know what I mean? And when I say that, I don't mean like, just like, I put it out there. Yeah. You'll and see my messy just, laundry room. You'll see it all. <laughs> and I just want to commend you, Laura. I want to commend you for being Thank that you. woman and for showing up that way, for being Thank on you. Grit, Grace, and Glitz, because I know you and I probably could make this podcast three hours, but I really <laughs> want people to be able to get on here and get really good yeah, content yeah. and then be able to go back to you and get it. For so sure. that being said, anything you want to leave us with today? Um... You know, prioritize being you, whoever you are, whoever's listening to this, you're, you might not ever feel um, totally free to do that. And that might not be that somebody in your life is keeping you from that, but it might be the stage of life you're in. It might be the highlight real world we live in where, you know, busy moms need to be doing it all at all the time, you know, all the time looking cute while doing it. And just remember, it's okay to take something off your plate to take care of you. There's seasons of life for everything, but tune into your body. If you don't feel like your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health are up to par, then take something off your plate. So that way you can you know, recharge in that department and don't feel guilty about it because then you're going to be better for everyone else that you love. And that's the whole theme of my second book, Mama, You Still Matter. Yeah. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Drop the mic. Uh, I had so much fun with you today. Great, great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Share it with someone else. Reach out to Laura. Maybe yeah. you're someone that's been dying to talk to a nutritionist or dying to talk. Maybe what Laura's, because let's face it, just like there's different gym instructors out there, right? You want to make sure that like you're matching up with the right person at the right yeah. time. So right. Laura, I absolutely love this conversation, love where we went today. And I'm so excited to just allow people to reach out to you and to truly fill their plates with other things. So such a pleasure having with you. Signing off from Grit, Grace, and Glitz. Have the most beautiful, blessed, and amazing day, everyone. Cheers. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode, and I cannot wait for you to catch our next episode. I'll see you back here next time on an all new episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz.